Messy Mon Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Hey everybody, good morning. It's episode number 23 of Messy Mondays. Messy hey. Mondays. It's our Jordan episode. <laughs> yes, 23. Yes, that number is iconic Messy and will Mondays. always be iconic. The GOAT. We are officially up there with Your the goat. Yes, <laughs> I love it. This episode is you must be fire mind. because if we're going to be repping the number yes. 23, it has to be fire. Exactly, exactly. It's our Jordan. You call it your Jordan year. We call it our Jordan episode. There you we go. We out here taking dunks, making buckets. With my Welcome back on. to the show. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. Thank you so much for joining your girl, show, show Me, and your girl, Marley Mar. Welcome to Messy Mondays. And for those of you who want to follow us on Instagram, you know we must always plug Messy Mondays podcast. Make sure to follow us there so you can, guys can get up-to-date information. And you can follow me at show me underscore ENC and Marley at love Marley underscore. Definitely our episode for with sure. the Fashion Poet was inspiring to me because I was like, let me go get my sage. Okay. Got a new place, got to sage it out, got to clear go. out all the negative energy that was there before it, before me. Um, got to re-energize my crystals. And I have never done a, a Reiki thing, so she inspired me to um, schedule an appointment with a Reiki. And what and is a get, Reiki exactly? So you get your chakras balanced, so everything from uh, your heart, your body, your soul, your mind your brain like everything all aligned and all just kind of waved out okay it's pretty awesome you must tell me how it feels once you get aligned i will (laughs) (laughs) okay all right and uh, what is that called reiki it's a reiki reiki okay i learned something okay and so thank you the fashion poet for for actually bringing that idea not only to marley but i'm sure to all of our listeners they must have really been inspired to you know know that there's other ways to actually find motivation inner peace tranquility and 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 following of some kind so it was really nice to have your presence on our podcast and thank you so much you're welcome to the pod at any time and of course thank you for double a underscore um 81 what let me say that again at double a underscore a well you know what i'm talking about the guy that made our new podcast song we love you you know what i'm saying like you show so much love and i promise you at the end of the episode i'm gonna show them again (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to tell him again about your name and all the great stuff that you do. Shout out to you. Uh, he's an iStandard alumni. And uh, we want to make sure to shout that out because we have another iStandard alumni coming up later. But we'll talk about that in a second. So let's go into the year of the woman. I This was a great thought. And I think we're on that trajectory with our podcast. Again, we're on episode 23, the year of the goat. And we yes, are women yes. who are just going to live up to that. We're going to kill everything. Yes. And... The SAG Awards were recently, and the SAG Awards are any if you're you're uh, actually have to be a member of the SAG SAG after so that's a your union that's right. the actors union right 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 so this and when voting process happens it's all just your peers are voting right. for you so it's like actors are voting for actors for their work yes correct so it feels kind of special because it's your own peers selecting your talent and saying that you're great and stuff yeah a lot of people say that this award means a little bit means more than all the others because it's literally you know those people you work on with the daily the ones you look up to the ones who inspired you they're the ones voting 
than putting you out there. So what was great about this year, the 2018, and as we know, the Me Too movement, and a lot of that forefront is on the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. I know it's a little bit different for us in, I always like to say, kind of like the real world, corporate America. We may not always all get that, but I think the Me Too movement, you know, a lot is, is trying to help us in the real world aspect to be able to speak out more. But with all that happening, the SAG Awards were mostly all women presenters. No, it was all women presenters, honey. It that was all oh. Yeah, they had the host was female, as well as all the presenters for all of the awards were all women. Oh, Kristen so, Bell was the was the Was, was the, the host, yeah. Right. She's so cute. Host. I like her. She has like she this is. really fun. And she looks so young. How old is she? I, she's got to be in her mid-30s. Like, I remember her from Veronica Mars. Yes. Oh, my God. And that was, like, what a years show. ago, girl. <laughs> really, how long was Veronica Mars? I was. I think I must have been in middle school with Veronica Mars. And she looks great. Amazing. Yeah, but shout I think, out. But I think she was young also on Veronica Mars. She probably was. That was my show. That yes, my and show. what was the movie that she was in that I really loved? Frozen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the one with that, uh, that the guy, they went to Hawaii and she broke up with the guy. What is it? Uh, Saving Sarah Marshall. Yes, it was so good. That movie no, that's hilarious. it. Forgetting Sarah. Forgetting Sarah. Sarah Marshall. There you go. That's her name. So forgetting Sarah Marshall. Such a good movie. That is a hot mess of a movie. <laughs> by the way. But that is, and she's actually a really good actress. I yeah, like her. She's cute. I, I like, like her. her. Good but, shout out to you. And shout out to the women that presented there. Everybody looked beautiful. It was such an empowering outstanding. moment. It was. It was a very empowering moment. Um, you know, they were out there just talking their truth out there. But I feel like that Me Too movement tries to include the inclusivity of like real world aspects of what women are really going yeah. through yeah. Um, in the corporate world and corporate America. So that was entertaining and fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Oscar season is right around the corner. It and is. that looks like it's about to be a women's kind of takeover. Mary J. Blige is uh, nominated for two awards. So that's amazing. dope. That's amazing. For Oscar. So she's having a bomb year. She's if having anyone's a bomb having a year, year of year women after that nasty divorce, mm. she's going to have an outstanding year. So shout outs to mm. all the women out there. Shout out to Mary still going through shit. <laughs> She's going through, man. I fucking swear. Her ex says that he ended up in the hospital because of all the stress of the He's divorce. He's a jerk. Bye. He's a jerk. We're going to have he to have is. an episode of dickhead exes because he's a dickhead ex. He's 100% a dickhead ex. Mm-hmm. But the year of the women is going strong. And I think 2018, we're going to see some big ass changes. I think so too. It's. I think it's going to be some astronomical changes that are going to happen in industries in just regular world politics especially there's gonna be a lot and the in women's the, march the, was not this only weekend that, like the the tech world is now going to be about more women are getting into it there's women doing coding now there's women doing investing there's women doing these quote-unquote man jobs and yes you know it's not only a male industry in a lot of aspects anymore yeah we were talking about investments and one um I forgot her name, and she is a part of the high-level ranking within the company, a C-level, in uh, an app called Stash. So Stash is an investment app mm-hmm. where you pick kind of the package that you want. You It kind of evaluates if you're moderate or risky um, or minimal, and it kind of helps you with starting off learning how to invest, right? Yeah. Almost like 
but it's you're investing in big things. You're investing in social media. You're investing on Facebook exactly or Twitter stocks. You're putting your dollars in there. And I saw an interview with her, and I I look up her name later, but she was with a group of women, a panelist, and she inspired me to actually keep that app. Because at first I was like, I don't know why I have this app. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. When I heard her talk, um, and I heard all those women talk and the variations of like tech and things like that, it inspired me to keep that app. So nice. women are doing big things. Yes, and I'm very, very, very happy for all the women who keep paving the way to open up more opportunities to us, not necessarily in in us pursuing the same categories of professions that you guys have done, but just giving us the inspiration to know that we should continue to work hard and to strive and to surpass, you know, our counterparts, because in reality we, we can do it. And we really appreciate seeing these examples on a regular basis. And that comes from the demographic of women that come after the women that had to struggle and hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like we're finally starting to see some results from all of these changes. And, and I'm very grateful. Very grateful. And speaking of women taking over places. Yes, we have another woman that's going to be on the show today, guys. It's going to be an example of a woman who stands out in an all-boys club, guys. We all know that in the music industry, for the most part, it's it's men making the music in the background. It's mm-hmm. men, you know, doing the beats and doing this and doing that. We're going to actually have a guest today that is known as the pen piper, which I think is hilarious. I love it. Super clever. Oh, it's a play on words. <laughs> yes, oh, okay. I like that. I and, looked at the like, <laughs> don't mind me. Okay. I and a BMG artist, songwriter, all the way from Los Angeles, California. Whoop, whoop. West Coast, the best coast. Yes, sir. <laughs> Cadence. We're about to actually get her on the phone. We're going to call her. She's on a drive. She did the illest favor for us we're gonna talk about that when she gets on (laughs) but we got cadence i'm about to call her ladies and gentlemen live and direct los angeles all the way from miami and seattle let's see what she says (laughs) the ultimate three-way for the ultimate hey cadence what up what up yes thank you welcome to the pod welcome to the pod we have you here live and direct thank you so much for taking our call we really appreciate it absolutely Awesome, awesome. So if you... Oh, no, I was going to say thank you so much for uh, having me on. Yes, of course. We want to make sure to let everybody know who you are. Introduce yourself to the Messy Crew. Okay. So my name is Cadence. I'm an artist, songwriter from Queens. Uh, currently live in L.A. Um, I'm, a, you know, signed to BMG Publishing. I uh, worked with uh, Ariana Grande, um, Justine Skye, Kelly Rowland, Kathy... Uh, Snoop, Nelly, Demi Lovato, Camilla, um, yeah, in the past, and that's been, you know, in the past year. Wow, so, that's wow. amazing. Yep. Yeah, thank you so much. We are not mad at that name dropping. We are not mad no. at that name dropping, girl. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't usually do it, but. Um, no, but be proud, girl. Don't be doing that. You are doing big things. <laughs> Thank you. I also, um, you know, I'm also an artist, so I also dropped a project uh, this past this past year. It's called The Pen Piper. So it's on, like, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal. Okay. Well, let, let's, we definitely, we're going to dive in and ask you a few questions. 
Um, me and, and, and Marley definitely are curious to know, you know, the, what cadence and who cadence is and let people know over here on all the coasts, not only the West Coast, not only in New York City. I'm talking about the whole country needs to know <laughs> cadence at this point because yep. apparently a lot of famous people know you. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, we're trying to be up on game too. Um, basically, when you say that you've worked with these artists, in what fashion have you worked with them? Because we know you're an artist, but how do you work with them? Well, the, the people that I've, you know, that I, that I mentioned before are artists that I've worked directly in the studio with. So, um, which is, which is like really exciting for me because coming from like an artist standpoint and when I did live in New York, you know, you were excited to get like a, you know, a local maybe buzzing artist on, you know, featured on a record or working with them at least, writing with them. So to work with like, you know, these A-list celebrities, it was like, you know, it took a lot of, of work to get here, but um, but just the chemistry that I had with a lot of these people I work with is just it's just organic when they're creatives like you. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of other you know artists that I've worked with as well that that don't have that creative sense. But the artists that I did mention are like they're so dope to work with. Wow, that's amazing. So when you do, like, are you? working on writing for them do you do like the vocals like what how you know what have like what's your primary role oh so i mean usually it's it's writing you know i usually write myself and then they come in and you know cut the record but i've worked directly with some of these people writing together wow which is rare because yeah because a lot of artists you know sometimes they don't even write their records like that but I yeah. say like Ariana um even Kelly and uh especially uh, Camilla too like they they're very very like they they put their input they have a lot of creative say and they know the direction that they want to go in with you know with the record which is really dope have you ever had a song you never wanted to actually give away oh yeah actually this happened um this happened years ago there was a song that I did, um, you know, when I was first coming out as an artist. Um, it was actually called Skeletons. And I did it with this producer. Um, his name is Frequency. He actually did Monsters for Eminem and Rihanna. Um, so he produced this record years ago. I, I would say probably 2011 or something like that. And Joe Budden got a hold of it. And he put, you know, most of Slaughterhouse on the record with him. Wow. And I didn't find out that it got taken until he posted the track list for his album. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and so so it was kind of like I didn't even, I knew so late in the game that it was like I didn't really have a choice. So it's happened. I had to let go of some of my babies. That's just part of, that's part of the business, you know? Right, right. And I can, I can see how you have it. Like, that's your creation. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It was also, you know, personal to me for what I was going through. So, um, wow. like I said, I mean, you have to learn in this in this business that, you know, not to get too attached to things. Because sometimes if, if, it's, if it's words that you want to get out, you know, you got to understand there's artists that have a bigger platform that are able to, you know, I get guess bring that there. out better than, than you can right now. You know, sometimes you have to make that sacrifice just to get your name out. Because I'm still on the hook for that for that song, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, how did you come to the realization that you were going to be a writer? Like, was this something that you always did? You always used to, like, write music? Or, like, how did you start this journey? 
Um, I mean, I start, I actually started as a producer, and then my, you know, one of my boys got me into rapping, and I was, you know, so I started rapping as an artist, and then I was like, you know, I want to be more than one dimensional, so I started doing, you know, just just for practice, I would go on YouTube, find like horrible, horrible beats, and try and and write songs to them, and you know what I mean, and and make songs that, you know, just to I guess expand my mind and. And what I can do vocally, and um, and then started writing from different perspectives just to see how it would sound, and that's really how I got into it. Okay. So, what is how's it feel to be a female in the male in industry? Um, it's, it has its, it has its moments. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, like you said, it's so male driven, and and women are almost you know just sold as like a sex symbol. And right. I'm, 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 I'm not that at all. You know, when it comes to like music, I feel, I feel it's, it's almost oversaturated with women selling sex. Right. And, and even, even when it comes to writing, it's like, it's very taboo to say like a, a girl wrote your song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and right. that's, like I'm sure rappers would be embarrassed to admit that a female like wrote his, you know, I can see that. I can see how they don't want to admit that a female wrote their verse. Right. And, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I, I definitely want to, there's a stigma to it, and like, actually, Star, she's like a really, a really dope songwriter out right now, um, brought this up recently, um, and in, I think in an interview on XXL, they posted something she said about, you know, being a female and writing for these artists that are um, that are like afraid to say that a female wrote it or you know that she's a she's a gay songwriter and you know that they're like homophobic and they don't you know things like that and she just kind of brought it to light which I thought was really dope do you find that like that people make it comfortable for you or they make it uncomfortable for you because I know sometimes um, women you know kind of don't know how to fit in in those kind of crowds, you know? Uh, I mean, you, it's, it's all about how, um, you know, when you go into go into these sessions, it's just about having confidence in your craft and not, you know, and and just keeping it keeping it business and, and making, making people comfortable around you, if that makes sense. Right, you know I mean? yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot harder for, like, that are very, you know, that are attractive or that, you know, that are more feminine or whatever um, because, you know, guys are guys. Like, they just, <laughs> that's how they are. But when you show that you're serious about your craft, they, they respect you. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. Is it fair to say, I mean, I don't mean to, like, put your personal business out there, but because you're a little bit more of a masculine dressing female do you think that it's easier for you to kind of fit in you know what i'm saying like instead of the girl that that's in there with with the crop top and like ripped up jeans like do guys take you more seriously because you're dressed a little bit more masculine than like the other girl you know what i'm saying i honestly i think so i i think so i think because you know when they their mind goes elsewhere when it comes to like a feminine women that's just you know that's how guys are so they're not exactly thinking about the music you know what I'm saying yeah, <laughs> yeah they're not but, concentrating <laughs> so, but like I said 
good. If you're dope, you're dope, and you have to prove that in your in your music, not just how you look. You know what I mean? Right. To be the thing, so. I mean, I mean, you. What about you? When you when you're working with oh attractive woman, does that distract you? Because I sometimes say to myself, like women have eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like we may have an attraction to the male or female, whatever your preference is that you're working with. And it doesn't seem to be quite as much as a problem. You know what I mean? Like, do you find it difficult being that you're in close quarters with a person? Like, would you find it difficult to work with a person that's attractive? No, I mean, I mean, a lot of people that I've worked with are attractive, but, you know, but I, I keep it business. You know what I mean? Because keeping those business relationships and making sure people are comfortable is more important than anything. Right. You know? What I wanted to ask her, what's the type of music that she actually writes? Like, what's the you know genre of music that she likes the most, or which one she writes for? Uh, I would have to say, um, what I like is pop and R and B. Is what I've been leaning towards the you know the most. Just because right now that's where music's at. That's where the you know the everyone hears. And and you know obviously pop is the you know is the money maker. It's like you worldwide, know, yeah. Right. So, um, but that's what I like and because I'm able to not dumb it down and be conceptual and also just something that people remember. And, you know, I want to create timeless music. I don't want to just make music for now. So, how you know, amazing is that? I'm sorry. I, no, no. I said how amazing. I was going to say how amazing is that, that timeless music that you don't have to dumb down is now pop music. Isn't that crazy? When it used to be what? like, like hip hop used to be so lyrical, and it was like, and now hip hop is like super dumb, and like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's amazing. It's, yep. it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the pros and cons to to music right now. You know, I feel like I feel like right now there's music that just kind of irks you, and then there's music that <laughs> that timeless music that's coming back. Right. Which, I'm really excited for So who would you say, not to say that every artist that you've worked with is not amazing, but who's like the favorite artist that you've worked with so far and that you've like absorbed like the most knowledge from? Uh, that's a great question. I would, I would honestly say probably Ariana Grande. Um, when, I, when I worked with her, um, she... She was able to get personal with me and talk to me about, like, you know, things that she was dealing with, personal, like, you know, relationship stuff that she that she was feeling, like, new feelings, and that's when she first got with Mac. Um, and it was cool, because we were able to, like, write from her perspective and, and really, I don't know, get her excited about the records, which was so dope. And, you know, we, we grew a friendship. Like, she flew, she flew me out to, like, Florida, and we went to, like, Hollywood Horror Nights. It was so dope. It was just, <laughs> it was cool to be thought of as, like, an equal, you know? Nice, yeah. yeah I get, I get what cool. you mean. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, if you don't mind me kind of spilling the beans right now, um, one of the reasons why we had to call you was because you're driving. And we think it's super dope that you even took the time once again to even make this calling, you know, allow us to get you on the podcast. But aren't you heading somewhere kind of special right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually headed to, uh, to Kelly Rowland. <laughs> um, we're, you know, we're going to go over and like, you know, the album that she's putting together right now. Um, 
really excited to be a part of it. She, you know, she brought me in a couple months ago um, to work on the album because she cut one of my records and she wanted to see, you know, what else I could bring to the album. And, you know, she relies on me, you know, to, to come in whenever she, you know, has sessions, which I, you know, I'm honored because she's like a legend, you know? Um, and just be able to put my input in. It's cool that she trusts me enough to, like, really trust my opinion on, on this album. So, I'm excited. Wow, that is just amazing. <laughs> Let me just say that. Con- <laughs> congratulations on that. Amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's, it's really, I mean, I, we know that these people are just people, obviously, and, you know, once you get to know them, it's, it's really cool to see the human side of them. So, I'm sure you're already there, especially because you've experienced this more than once, and you even got to go to Halloween Horror Nights with Ariana Grande. Talk about name dropping. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's awesome. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Kelly Rowland is someone to be respected in the industry for sure. And getting to know them probably makes the songwriting process easier. Oh, yeah. I mean, being able to treat them like an equal is also important to them as well and making them them comfortable. Because, you know, you can toot their horn, but you're, you know, and showing that you're a fan, but... I feel like they they want to know that they can trust you because yeah. you're, you know, they're relying on you to help them pour out their, you know, what they're feeling. And, and they want to be able to trust you with that information. So, you know, just being able to treat them like they're your, they're your friend and they can confide in you is really important. And I feel like a lot of people lack that because they're so, they're so, you know, into the fact that, oh my God, I'm working with this person, like, let me, you know, let me show it off on a grand and flex and all this stuff, and it's like, just gain their trust first, and then, you know what I mean? And and build those relationships, because, you know, it's it's great that you're working with people, but but so what? Like, you know what I mean? It's it's so important to make them them feel that comfortability, so. Yeah, because not making them feel comfortable or doing something wrong with them in this aspect could diminish your possibilities of the next person you work with. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, for just, just from, you know, I'm friends with like Ariana on, on social media sites, like personal, personal accounts. And, you know, she, she posts things because there's people that on her page that post, you know, whatever private information she shares on, you know what I mean? And and I feel like that's just so foul. You know, they have to have some sort of privacy too. Yeah, that's which, true. Sometimes we forget that celebrities are humans and that, you know, I, they go through the same things we go through sometimes or like that one morning you wake up and you look like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want right. to, you don't want to be seen. Right. Now, what are you excited for for the future? Because in a way it kind of seems like like, you, you really have, you know, started to make it. You know what I mean? Like, you're making it for real. Thank you. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like there's such a long way to go, though. You know? Um, and, but it's exciting because, you know, you, you got to sometimes look back and see how far you've come rather than just look and say, like, wow, like, I have so much more to do. But um, for me, what I'm excited about is, you know, also my artist stuff because I'm, I'm working on, you know, my next project. Um, and I'm also obviously excited about the uh, Kelly Rowland album. And I just want to, you know, there's 
there's people on my bucket list that I plan to work with this year. And um, I just want (laughs) to complete that goal. So what I do is I put on my lock screen, you know, the goals that I accomplish. So every time I I open my phone, like it's just just a constant reminder. Wow. Um, Yep. But I definitely want your vision board. Right, your vision board. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually my last screen right now. (laughs) That's awesome, and I really hope you do get nominated for a Grammy. We would love to cheer for you from the stands, girl. (laughs) Appreciate that. Now, before we let you go, because we know you have to go and you have to do your thing and and speak to Miss Kelly Rowland, that's like, like best friends with our queen. But we'll leave that for another <laughs> for another moment in our lives. But we just have to like we have to say it just in case Kelly, you listening, you are a gorgeous chocolate woman that we really love. I think that you are the shit, Kelly. You are beautiful. You're awesome. You're talented. You're dope. And and you know Queen B herself, and we love you. Okay, we but, gotta, but we gotta send Cadence in there, super hyped up. Also, yes. knowing that she's gonna kick ass. We gotta send you hyped up in there, girl, because we want you to kick some ass too. That's right. There you go. <laughs> yes. So aside from that, we want you, you are an inspiration to me and Marley. You are an inspiration to all the women that are listening to this podcast right now and the men. So we want you to please give us some advice on how to keep working hard before that moment actually pops. Because for example, like me and Marley, we're independent. We're podcasters. We're trying to grow. We're trying to make it. Like, what kind of advice would you give people who are just not there yet, but they're working to get there? Like, what would you say? Um, I would say don't have don't have a plan B. There is there is no such thing, and I feel in this industry, especially the entertainment industry, you put your all in, and you will see results. Whether that's a year from now, a month from now, ten years from now, um, you know, and. It's really embracing the struggle of getting there because that's the most important part. That's what makes you so appreciative of how far you've gotten. I've slept on trains. I've slept in, you know, on floors, uh, on studio floors. Um, you know what I mean? I've, I've not known how I'm going to eat the next day um, just to make my dream work. And I didn't have to do those things, but sometimes you got to live how other people can't so in the future you can look how other people can't <laughs> right that makes sense right right um, yeah and uh it's really about being able to have tough skin you know to, to go through this because if everyone wants to be a millionaire and be successful but the reason why is there's not a lot of people that can do it is because not a lot of people have that tough skin so it's really just about believing in what you have and, and you know, learning as much as you can, networking, whatever you can to get your name out. And make sure that whenever people come across you, you always leave the best, per- you know, the best first impression because word of mouth is so important. That's how my name got around. And, you know, if it wasn't for people like, you know, some producers, especially Hit Boy, and some other producers that were like, hey, if you heard of Cadence, she's dope. You know, just, just something as simple as that, people are going to remember you. And, right. um, you know, that's pretty much it. Wow, but, I mean, thank you. Thank you for... Yeah. You probably thought you said the most simplest thing in the world to us, but you'd be surprised how, how much that can inspire anyone listening and even us right here 
So we definitely want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for driving on those crazy highways in California. Because I've been out in Cali, and Cali be having the craziest, longest rides to go anywhere. Like, like real talk, Marley, like people be like, it's an hour away. And I'm like, that's far. They're like, nah, it's an hour. And I'm just like, what? That's crazy. It's so much driving. It's like that there. I know. I know. And it's both stop and go. I'm like, what? Like, there's so much traffic. And I'm like, what are people doing 24 hours a day? That traffic all day it's long. like nobody. It's like no one works. It's like no one works. But thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, and I appreciate your time. And I can't wait to you know hear more from you guys. Absolutely, and please tell everybody how to follow you, what you're doing, what to purchase, how to how to become your fan. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Plug, 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 girl. Yes, um, I'm on Instagram, and you can check me out, um, Cadence. It's K-A-Y-D-E-N-C-E, V-I-S-U-S. And anything else, I'm just Cadence I-S on Twitter, on Snapchat, if you want to. That's how you can reach me. That's what's up. And shout out to iStandards. Yes. Family. Yes. Yes. So have (laughs) be fantastic, girl. Be fantastic. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, if going to work for Kelly Rowland don't inspire you guys, like how it just inspired me, <laughs> that I'm about to get my ass out here and put in some real last work. No, that's, that's, I'm just thinking about that one degree of separation that we yeah. got going on right now. But I think that is fantastic. It shows that she's a hard worker. She's dedicated to it. Like blocking off anything from stopping her and making her way and putting out quality work. I think quality work always comes back. Um, yeah, to, for sure. And not only that, more. This, this girl literally says she was sleeping on the floor. Like, are you willing to make the sacrifice, ladies and gentlemen, if you really want to make it? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you willing yeah. to, to, to give up your free time and make this what you do all the time? You know, like, that's what it takes sometimes. It does. It really does. And that's why sometimes I have to stop myself and be like, this is what I want. So I have to get up and keep doing it. Right. You ever have like those moments you just like, oh, over it? No, you gotta be like, I gotta get up and I gotta do it. Because if I don't do it, I'm never gonna get to where I wanna be. Nothing's handed to you. Nothing. Nothing's just nothing's just given. So that was great. I mean that's awesome. And of course she took time out. Super cool chick. Super cool chick for sure. Super cool. Definitely liked her. I really wanna also say um that we have a special surprise for our listeners, ladies and gentlemen. Because guess what? We have a messy story. We have a messy story. Yes, we do, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. <laughs> back to our roots. <laughs> With back the to our roots. Yes, we are. Yes. With the mess. Please, please, please share. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not read it yet. So we are all experiencing this brand new, fresh together. Okay. <laughs> so this reads, um, Dear Messy Mondays. I'm writing to you because I have a messy situation for quite a few years now. I met a woman, Gina, seven years ago when I was younger. We met and automatically clicked. She was bi-curious and I was bi. I've just always considered myself a lesbian as I have dated and enjoyed being with women a lot more. On the contrary, she only dated men and supposedly fell in love with me, a woman. Both Gina and I have had an automatic bond, a friendship and love that I had never felt before. 
it was it wasn't all butterflies and rainbows though. I was out of the closet, but Gina wasn't. This was already a rough as it is because she was raised very conservative and you know how taboo being gay is within certain cultures still today in 2018. That still didn't really bother me as I was willing to be supportive through it all and take and let her take her time. However, it all came to an end when she left to another state to be with her very ill parents, um, leaving everything behind, including our relationship. Um, why our relationship? You question. She always questioned her sexuality and through it all, we kept it as just friends especially since we both lived on opposite ends of the country. Years have passed. I am now engaged in a six-year relationship, and both Gina and I still talk to this day. I consider her one of my best friends. Our relationship has never held us back from expressing ourselves to one another, but I, now I have a situation. Gina was aware I was engaged to someone, and she too was dating someone, and a man actually. After the problems she had with him and they ended things, she was still somehow always end up talking to me about what she was going through. Then, um, slowly but surely, I started to get attached again. My feelings were now involved as more than just friends. I immediately wanted um, it to continue and thought of being with Gina again. But my own fears... And her self-consciousness held me back. Just about the same with her fears of being known as being bisexual. Um, the thought of not being enough for her because I'm not a man really bothered me. We want to meet up again. I told her it would be easier if I come to where if she comes to where I am, given the situation. But now she wants me to completely leave my relationship to prove that I love her understandable except I've left my relationship in the past for her and we didn't get anywhere she ended up with someone else anyway I told her once she comes here we can meet up and we can work out on moving forward and see how the chemistry is with us being together to see if we can pick up where we left things off she isn't having it she wants it all or nothing but here we go I let my wall down to come to trust her to get attached once again, to only find out she hooked up with someone else while we were trying to discuss getting back together. Do you see why I am so scared and lost with this situation? Is it selfish of me to be unsure and um, to to be sure of what I have with Gina? Um, to be cautious with someone who isn't even sure about their own sexuality? I know I dropped my current relationship for her. But if I were the other, but if it were the other way around, where she had a man who actually loved her, like my fiance loves me, I have my doubts. I don't feel she would leave the comfort to be with me. Am I being blind? What would you do? As um, and yes, this is a messed up situation for my fiance too, as I do love her. But when it comes to Gina, it's different, a different kind of love. I already feel guilty enough as it is, but my heart wants what it wants. Sincerely, Pam. Screw your heart. Because homegirl is definitely playing you. Yeah. She's definitely more selfish than you are if you were to leave 
your fiance, girlfriend, and leave them for her because obviously she don't even know what she wants. Right. She's just playing games with you. Um, that is messy. And people who play games with people are just plain ass messy people, <laughs> in my opinion. Right. I mean, this is this is complicated. I mean, honestly, what's complicated to me, I mean, obviously it's different because I can I can publicly say I'm not I'm not gay. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just like I think this is this fascinates me. And I would love a lesbian um, or a bisexual woman to respond to this. How difficult is it to date a person that's not out? You know what I'm saying? Like that is challenging. Like I bet it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you guys have to be in love in secret. That must be hard. So she's already dealing with something pretty tough by, you know, kind of literally being sensitive to the fact that Gina's not ready to come out the closet. But I don't even think Gina, it doesn't sound like Gina is interested in coming out the closet either. It seems like, I think she had noted that she was bisexual. So Mm -hmm. essentially Gina's not sure. not, Not to say people who are bisexual are not sure. I'm just saying where I mean it's okay she to herself say who doesn't want to if you don't if you don't share that you're bisexual that itself is not coming out right like you're not sharing that that you have that I mean isn't I don't think that all bisexual people are not sure but I think Gina's not sure in this yeah, situation yeah like in this situation I think Gina just doesn't know I don't what think she knows and like she said something about how you know how in certain cultures maybe Gina comes from like who knows a super christian family or like a super latin family or hindu Mm -hmm. family you know like let's be honest like you know our cultures Mm -hmm. are not all accepting of it depending no matter what year we go exactly like there's there's as i mean i cannot say that i can peg it more on one culture or another i really think that this has no restriction in in race i think that every cultural background every race has an issue in some fashion with people being gay, like not everyone has accepted it fully. So Mm -hmm. I can understand how a lot of people can relate to this particular situation, most likely because, you know, they know what it feels like to not necessarily be ready to expose that part of their life to their family. But I don't know, Pam, I think that you need to just kind of cut that one. Let Gina go, man. Like I'm sorry, That's a, bro. That one got to be cut off. Yeah. Like your fiance for 6 years. So basically, let me read this. You said you was together 7 years ago with this girl. A year after Gina dumped you, basically, you met someone that you was able to be with for the whole time Gina's been gone. Now she <laughs> want to come back and she's telling you leave your fiance. That's a little selfish. Nah. Isn't that yeah. selfish, Mar? Like it's yeah. Like, that's why I was like. That's why I'm saying like Gina doesn't sound like a gen. Like no, it sounds like a play. Like you know them guys who be trying you and dragging you along for years. Same, just uh, same thing. Right. And just in a woman format. Right now, that's we, it. Pam, we relaying with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because real shit, like she's selfish, man. Like she she likes how you make her feel. But when she doesn't need to feel like that no more, she drops you. Exactly. She's just r- driving you along for the ride. She's unhappy in her current situation. So why not go somewhere where she feels comfortable and someone who makes her happy or something like that? Like, no, she's just wasting your time. And I, I want to know, I mean, I'm not trying to sound ignorant here, but you know how women, we all have this reputation of being so much more emotional than men are and that we mm-hmm. don't know how to like, you know, be casual. You know what I'm saying? 
But is this the type of situation, Pam, that you're going to be able to smash if she comes see you and you're going to be all right and you're going to still go back to your girl? Like, are you able to do that? Because if you're not capable of doing that, um, don't do it. Yeah. Like, real shit, don't do it. Because don't don't play Russian roulette with this chick, man. Yeah. I don't think she's one worth really putting that effort into. I mean, seven years of playing a game of cat and mouse kind of deal, like, right? that's not cool. It's not. No, she's got to go. Well, um, and and honestly, Pam, I also want to say thank you so much for being our first lesbian messy story. Like, Ooh. thank you for 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 because it's such a powerful woman episode. This shit is amazing. <laughs> it's perfect. It's, it's, perfect. it's perfect. Estrogen all the way. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> So, so we appreciate that, guys. And, I mean, as for Gina, if you get to listen to this, um, for whatever reason that you're not ready to let people know this part of your life, um, I hope that it's not because you feel like you're going to be rejected or, or shunned. Um, because we hope that however you choose to live your life, you, as long as you're happy, be true to what you really want. Don't worry about your conservative family. You know what I'm saying? Like if your true happiness is let's say in being with Pam and you truly love her, like the last thing you need to worry about is your conservative family guys. Come on. I love my family. Yeah. You're being real genuine. Come on. Like you gotta just, you gotta live your life, man. You gotta live your life. Yeah. If you're being real genuine, then yeah, you know, but I, I Gina to, to Gina herself, if she's being genuine about this, don't play that girl anymore. Yeah. Don't drag her seven years, several years. And making someone else leave the person that they're loved with is a big, big deal and really risky for the per- for you know, for the for the person. So risky as fuck. I would be cautious about risky that. As risky fuck. as fuck. Yeah. So be very careful. For everybody involved. It's like Yes. That's, that's scary shit. It really is. But thank you for the messy story. Thank you for the messy story. Always keeping us entertained. If you have a messy story you would like to share with us, email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at MessyMondaysPodcasts. Or follow us on Twitter at MessyMondaysPod. Yes, absolutely, you guys. Remember, it will stay anonymous. We will change the names. We'll keep your secret a secret. And we'll just say what we have to say. And if you guys ever want to join in the conversation, you know, have ideas of how we can discuss topics that are important to you. Even if you don't have a messy question or a messy story, you can also say, hey, this is a topic I want you guys to dive in because it is a little messy and we want to hear you guys' take on it. We done. You know what I'm saying? Like we're here to entertain, as we've always said, and we appreciate you guys participating. Yep. And this was a great episode. I had fun today. I did. I loved it. I loved everything about today's episode. I loved it. And then the fact that we have Cadence and Kelly Rowland in the episode and one. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to say it's it. It's just a winner. It is a winner. <laughs> it is a winner. To yes, me. absolutely. And uh, make sure to follow Cadence. She is definitely doing it big for the female population and, and breaking barriers. So we really love that. And, and keep doing your thing, girl. You were a sweet, sweet girl. We can feel your energy through the phone and uh, hopefully we get to meet one day when you're out here hanging out with Ariana. Holla at show me in Miami. You feel me? (laughs) She's one. She's she's one that's going to blow up and one to look out for 100. I can tell. Just by the conversation. So that was great to have. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for your inspiration, Cadence. Thank you.
yeah and 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 follow us and give us all that and remember in the very beginning when i messed it up guys because you're hearing the intro right now the actual ig name for the producer and i love you boy i'm not, i really hate that i messed it up is double and then underscore and then an a and then an a and then an eight and then a one that's the producer ladies and gentlemen and that's the messy mondays outro and we'll see you again and we'll hear from you again next week and thank you for supporting us all the way guys. <laughs> have a good one Mondays. Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar.